Hello and welcome to the Wed Cincy Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Rice. And today I'm very excited to introduce you to Lindsay. Uh, Lindsay is a really, from what I have heard, and I've gotten to talk to multiple people about her, a really uh, savvy businesswoman. <laughs> she has taken a little boutique and created uh four different locations from this one concept uh, in multiple different cities. They've got Columbus, Cincinnati, Indianapolis, Pittsburgh, and it's a uh, wedding dress boutique. So uh, the concept behind this, I I want to let Lindsay tell you more about it. But uh, Lindsay, how are you today? I am great. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. (laughs) I'm really excited. I'm excited to have you. I feel like I have so much to learn from you. <laughs> well, that's a lot of pressure, but I I think <laughs> we'll learn from each other. Love it. Love it. So um, tell me a little bit about kind of your history, and you as a person, and then how you got into the business that you're in. Sure. Wow, this can this can be long, so I'll try to I'll try to condense it. Um, okay. I actually am a graduate of Xavier University, so I spent some time in Cincinnati. Um, lived in Hyde Park okay. after graduating for a while, and that's actually how I got my start in bridal. Um, as you guys probably know, many of the bridal stores are in the bridal districts down there, and that's actually where I had a part-time and then full-time job after college was working at one of the large family-owned boutiques there in the bridal district. Um, I had grown up always having a passion for bridal fashion, um, never wanted to be a wedding planner or anything like that. That's just a lot of pressure, but always loved bridal gowns. My mom would take me to the library as a kid, and instead of going to the you know, Bernstein Bears section or something, I would go over to the periodicals and want to grab a bridal magazine to take home. And this goes back to like when I was five and six, so pretty young. Um, but anyway, back to college, a lot of people think that I was a fashion design major or something. I was not. I was actually in the College of Business at Xavier. I was an entrepreneurship major. And um, I grew up in a retail business with my family in Northwest Ohio, so it was kind of used to the grueling hours of retail life, um, late nights, weekends, so it was just kind of in my blood. But in my 20s, I worked a lot in sales and marketing and actually had the opportunity when I was about 28 to purchase a special order boutique in Columbus, which is where I landed. Um, I had a daughter at the time that was only 14, or no, well, she was just born, and I bought Lejeune Marie Bridal Boutique in um, Columbus, and fast forward three years later, running that bridal store, I was in 800 square feet, which is really small for a store, and just kind of packed to the gills, if you could say, um, with inventory. There was a space available upstairs, and the idea just popped into my head that I needed to have a store that was just a sample sale store all the time because I had tried sample sales like a lot of stores do. Um, It was sort of centered around the same thing as like what Filene's Basement used to do where you would, you know, spend all this time and energy and money on marketing and driving home this concept that you were going to have this huge blowout sale and you'd walk in that morning and hope that there was this huge line down the street of all these brides that would be waiting to come in and find a dress for less and take it home with them that day so that you would have more room. And unfortunately that just never really happened. 
I would love to say differently, but it just never did. If we sold five or six dresses during a sample sale, that was kind of a good day, but also very disappointing. So um, the idea for Lux Redux really came from that, trying to solve the problem of getting rid of excess inventory to be able to have better cash flow for the business and, you know, feel more comfortable when you go to those unbridled markets on what you're purchasing for the next season. Because, you know, everyone's like, oh, my gosh, bridal market must be so fun and it's glamorous and models and runways. And, you know, that's the fun part about it. But what's truly not fun about it is going to market and feeling like you don't have the cash to spend or that your bridal sales reps are going to be super pressuring to make you meet minimums. And truthfully, um, I love to talk about the business part of what I do. And that's really why a lot of bridal store owners get in trouble and can't sustain their businesses because they overspend on inventory. So Lux Redux, what I love about it is that it's a solution for other bridal stores all around the country to get rid of excess inventory in order to maintain cash flow and space on their floor and so on and so forth. So, yeah, that's a little bit of the history and just where we've been and kind of where we're, I guess, not really where we're going. I can speak to that as well, but um, that's that's our concept selling selling everyone's access inventory (laughs) (laughs) i like that because not only are you serving brides who want to get a new dress you know for a good price um but you're also serving the other boutiques and giving them access to a way to kind of sell off the what their extras are that's cool so that's kind of the name Lux Redux, it's giving mm-hmm. a new or a, uh, I guess, a, a new life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I just want to make sure everybody's clear that these are not dresses that have been worn at anyone's wedding. They're not secondhand. They're right. still, yeah, okay. New. Yeah, that's a that's a misconceptions sometimes I think when people come in and I feel like our brides and you know the millennial population that we're serving right now they seem to really understand our concept and I think they'd be okay a lot of times even if the dress had been worn or altered but it seems like the moms and maybe the older generations are like oh that's that's not what we thought and we want you to have a brand new dress but that's really mm-hmm. our, when we first started out uh, to be honest we kind of took a little bit of everything because we were trying to fill the boutique and um, we didn't really have a, a streamlined process on exactly w- what we were going to. I mean, we did in terms of the designers that we took in, but we were just kind of accepting. And now that we're so busy and people know about us and we're constantly getting in new inventory, we definitely had to streamline more of what we take. So um, 90, I would say 98% of the the dresses that are in our store are samples that have come from high-end designer boutiques all around the country. Um, occasionally, we'll get a dress that was a special order dress that a bride purchased, maybe um, that's new with tags, that's never been altered, never been worn, and maybe the reason we're getting it is because the wedding was canceled or bride made a decision too quickly and went with another gown, which is usually the reason. Um so, so yeah, no, but to answer your original question, we really don't take dresses that have been worn anymore because we just really don't have to. 
So um, I, I absolutely love that you guys are in Cincinnati. So what brought you then to uh, Indianapolis and Pittsburgh? It's funny. I People ask me how I picked the cities that we were in. And, you know, Columbus was a no-brainer because I was there and had Lejeune Marie. Cincinnati was easy for me because I was familiar with the bridal district and I had gone to college down there. Indianapolis actually came from an opportunity. I wasn't looking at Indy, but the opportunity came because the women that owned a special order boutique were retiring. So it was sort of a turnkey operation right there for us, or opportunity rather, where we were just able to go into a store that was already operating as a bridal boutique and basically change the awning and also consign their inventory as they were exiting the business. And then Pittsburgh Mm -hmm. came around because um, I had actually also had um, experience living in Pittsburgh for a couple of years and also it was convenient driving. So I love that the four boutiques that we have right now from a management standpoint for myself and our managing director, Ashley, we can get to them rather easily. Everything's within a three hour drive. So in the future, that may not be the case, but for right now it's, it's working and it's, it's manageable. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And what I love too, and what really I think makes you guys different, makes you stand out is that a bride can come in pick out a brand new dress and take it home with her too. Yeah. She doesn't have to order it and wait for three to six months to have it made, sent to the store, and then have alterations done. So she can go into your store, have the whole experience like she would at any bridal boutique, and then be able to take it home with her and then have alterations done whenever she's ready. That I really love. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, every every bride is different. Every person is different. And, you know, we, we definitely see different shopping trends with um, with all the individuals and brides. But, you know, this is this is an opportunity to be able to have, you know, have your cake and eat it, too. You get it right away and you don't have to mm-hmm. wait six months for something to come in. Um, and, and that also helps. You know, lately we've been seeing a shift in buying trends with brides where, People are waiting later and later and closer to the wedding until they're ready to decide on their dress. So we're able to help that bride that may not have time to order a gown and wait six months for it to come in and alterations and everything that goes into that. So, you know, with what I do and having a special order boutique, I I definitely um, see both both sides of it. But it's, yeah, it's whatever, Uh whatever brides would prefer to do, we can we can do that. Yeah, that's really cool. I like that, um, especially for us millennials that everybody teases us about. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we want the instant wanting something now. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> cool. So, so that's pretty much the process for a bride, right? There, it's pretty straightforward. It sounds like if she yeah, wants to go that route. Mm-hmm. Yep, they come in, and um, cool. you know we. We like to go by appointment, but we definitely take walk-ins, especially in Cincinnati okay. with the with the bridal district. We know a lot of girls come because they hear so much about it, and they may not have appointments um, prior to coming to the district. So we will take walk-ins when available, when a stylist is available. But we would we definitely would prefer an appointment so that we can be prepared for them. Um, our yeah. our inventory is as such that we we try to stick to. 
a list of designers that we feel comfortable with, that we know are designer, high-end, dresses are made well, the fabrics are great. Um, there's there's so many options out there now in bridal, even from the designer level, that we kind of have to cut it off at a certain certain point. Otherwise, we would just be flooded with so many different dresses and inventory that we couldn't possibly take everything. So that's something that, you know, we like to talk to, talk to brides about as well, that we have parameters really on what we're taking in so that they can feel comfortable knowing that what they're spending their money on is quality. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we just make it really fun. We, one of our, one of the things that Lux Redux is known for too, is that we truly try to act as a stylist and not a salesperson. So it is, mm. it is in our blood when we train our girls that, you know, we really want to get to know our brides. We want to get to know the venue they're getting married at, what they want to feel like on their wedding day. And while we have many, many options within each boutique, if there's just something that we're not finding for them, but our stylists are trained very well on the inventory at all four stores. And we work our best to communicate with the manager at the other store and work with the bride to try to get that dress in so they can try something different on. We don't just send them back out the door and say, oh, I'm so sorry you didn't find something today. Like, you know, good luck in your search. Like, we want to see it through Mm -hmm. to the end. Yeah, that's really cool. I like that about you that you you have a large business that has – I mean, you have lots of different boutiques, but then – you're very concerned about each individual bride and um, the fact that she's not just getting a salesperson, she's getting a stylist, someone who's really going to take care of her and make sure she gets her dream dress. I love that. So, so uh, what is your social information, uh, your website? How how can brides get to know more about you and, uh, and find your stores? So um, our website's great. It's luxreduxbridal.com, and um, we actually are going through a rebrand at this very moment. So our new website with all of the rebranding and um, Shopify capabilities is set to launch here in the next month or so. Hopefully by um, the end of April, beginning of May, we'll have all that up and running. And it's great because there is an e-commerce portion that's part of our brand and part of our website. So any all of our inventory is posted on our website. So if there's a bride in Montana that happened to search for a Haley Page dress and they find us in a Google search, they can actually purchase the dress online. Um, we also are um, really ramping up our service called Lux in a Box. So for a bride, again, that is outside of our brick-and-mortar cities of the four that we've mentioned, if they are just a little bit non-traditional and don't feel like going into a store, they can actually choose three dresses from the website. We package them up all pretty in a box, and we actually send that directly to their home where they can try on in the privacy of their own home with mom, sister, girlfriends, whoever she would like around her. Hopefully, she picks one of those dresses, puts the two nose back in the box, and it goes back to the prospective stores. So, that's something that we're super excited about. We've actually been doing that for years now, but we really haven't rolled it out, I would say, in a super branded professional way. So when that launches next month, um, we're really hoping to see a lot of sales come through from that and opportunities. But um, Instagram is huge for us as well. Um, we do have a marketing coordinator that works 
um, with our stores and with our brand. And that's, that's her job is just to get the word out about Lux Redux. And Lux Redux Bridal is the handle for Instagram. We also have a kind of what's called a featured account called Shop Lux Redux. And what we focus on putting on there is any new inventory that we get in. So if we've got those brides that just can't decide and always wants to see what the newest, latest, and greatest is. If they follow us on ShopLuxRedux, they're always going to see all of the new arrivals coming in. But, um, you know, of course, we have Facebook and we have Twitter and all of that, but I think Instagram is really where, where our customer is right now. Yeah, cool. Oh, I love it. Um, well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you uh, opening up about your business, and um, I'm excited. I'm excited to uh, come and see your store because I haven't been into your store yet. So, uh, oh, yeah, we'll come to, visit. Uh, yeah, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast today. Absolutely. Wed Cincy listeners, if you are looking for a wedding dress, check out Lux Redux. Super awesome concept. I love how you can bring your dress home the same day and the super personal service sounds pretty great too. Um, so check them out. Their information will be on the blog as always at adarewedding.com. The blog post is titled Wed Cincy Guests. You can find the list of everybody who's been on the podcast if you are still looking for a venue, DJ. Um, there are other photographers on there. Um, florists. We've got it all. And if you will, go ahead and leave a review for this podcast. That just helps more Cincinnatians be able to find it. The more it is reviewed, the more that it is shown. So I think that is everything that we have for you today. Thanks for listening to the Wed Cincy Podcast.